In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The widow's mite is frequently offered as an example of generosity. She is more generous than the others. In a world in which the Heisman Trophy winner is regarded not necessarily as the best player, but quite possibly as the most public star on the best team. It's a matter for you to debate over beer and whiskey. The widow's mite gets no attention. Her, her offering in the view of the world is meaningless and reckless. Meaningless, it doesn't amount to much. It doesn't affect how much the synagogue receives. And it's reckless because if that's all she has, then what has she done? But quite possibly made herself our problem. What I suggest to you is that not only the widow's might, but also the example that we heard of the widow in the first book of Kings is an example not just of generosity, but also of faith. How much we give usually is a question of how much do I care about something? So, for instance, in marriage prep, when the topic of money comes up, there are a few things that I usually suggest to the young couple. We play a little version of the newlywed game. I give each of them a little card or maybe a post-it note pad, and I ask them to write on the top, how much money do you think you should be able to spend on a random purchase without checking in with the other person? And on the bottom, write down what you think the other person wrote down for themselves. Everyone regards their spending habits as reasonable, perhaps thrifty, not stingy, generous enough. Whether their answer is a two-digit number or a four-digit number. How we view ourselves, how we estimate our own generosity is little indicator of um, how much we're actually giving. The other thing I mentioned to couples is that money, often cited as the most common reason for divorce, or the most frequently cited reason for divorce in this country, is a misinterpretation of the data. Even if people say that's why they're splitting up. That's not why they're splitting up. It's not because people have arguments about how we have too little money or we have too much money. But rather, money is the easiest way that you show what you care about, or who you care about, how much you care about them. Do you care about yourself more than other people? Do you spend more money on yourself than you do on other people? Do you care about your relatives more than you care about your spouse's relatives? All of that's gauged. Do you care about this child more than you care about that child? It's the reason why so many parents like 
my mother, was absolutely terrified of spending any more money on one child than the other because comparisons happen and people draw conclusions from it whether they're justified or not. So money isn't a thing to be cared about, spit on it and use it, as a wise old Monsignor in Rome told me. But do recognize that it can very well be the indicator of what you love and how much you love. These widows giving everything that they have shows that they love from their whole heart. But it's more than just that. Very few of us have ever given more than the point of generosity. Are we giving to the point of it being an act of faith. Now, those of you who have dependents need to factor in. There's only so many reasonable risks that you can take because they have a right to expect you to take care of them. But even still, the widow in the first reading has a son who depends on her. It's a factor to add to your calculations what to give and how much to give. Tomorrow, the country celebrates Veterans Day. It's an awkward day for some of us. Whenever you see at an event, whether it be a banquet or an assembly, and people are asked to stand up if they served in the military, I know there are a lot of people who did who don't stand up. It's people who were in the reserves and who never saw combat. Now, nevertheless, wearing the uniform, being sworn in, enlisting, is a sign that I'm not necessarily giving up my life, but I'd be willing to. So it's actually a a very good public act to thank all of those who didn't necessarily give the ultimate sacrifice, right? That's Memorial Day. But tomorrow the country thanks all those who were willing to give the ultimate sacrifice. These widows didn't end up giving up their lives because of their generosity, but they were willing to. And so it's with that that I urge you to pray for our men in formation, for Brother Irenaeus, for David. They haven't yet made that ultimate sacrifice, but they're willing to. If God wants them to, they will. And there are many, 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 many others who likewise love God with with all their heart, and they're willing to give everything they have to God without necessarily bringing any attention to themselves. And perhaps even being, being willing to be mistaken as 
someone who's offering something worthless. That's where every one of us who has anything to offer up to God is making another act of faith. Besides the person who's giving up so much that it really is an act of complete confidence in God's providence. I think especially of Carthusians and poor Clares and those who actually give themselves to a life of begging, Franciscans and others. But it's also an act of faith on their part to believe that what they're giving which ultimately actually is very little, is beautiful in the sight of God. That God wants my distracted prayers. That God wants my distracted love. That God wants um, me. That's an act of faith. And even when I'm not distracted, and even when my love isn't disjointed, Before God, to what does it amount? It's an act of faith to trust that he actually desires this. When we think that what I'm giving up is so important, and God should be so grateful for my service, we're very far from the kingdom. But when we can take up the words of Our Lady... We know that we've followed not just the path of of generosity and faith. When she proclaims to Elizabeth, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Because he's looked upon the lowly and lifted them up. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.